climate change is a multidisciplinary issue, diba? And so if you want to get like, the full gist of it, you have to talk to climate scientists, modelers. I work as a planner, I work on the human side of, you know, of, the, of, of this, no? the equation, yung, the land use and how it affects uh, people, particularly yung displacement of communities. Mm-hmm. Uh, first of all, uh, in terms of yung emissions, we're in the bottom 25% globally. Pero yung disproportionate na effects, as we all know, grabe. Right. Get an average of 20 typhoons per year. And we've been seeing definitely that the climate patterns are changing. Uh, in the past, if you talk about certain areas in Mindanao or uh, Palawan, no touch yan sa bagyo. Pero now, the climate patterns are changing. Places where you um, were relatively safe from um, from hazards are no longer safe. And so you really have to change uh, a lot of things. So, But you have this disconnect as well. So because of this, this experience, you have very, very good legislation. Uh, we passed the ating climate legislation in 2009. But with DRR legislation And so we, we actually have a climate change commission. It's mandated to do both a national climate change action plan and also uh, have very localized um, local climate change uh, action plans. Pero, Grabe yung disconnect between the policy, what you see on paper, and what happens on, on the ground. No? And minsan nagsusuntukan pa nga yung, uh, yung mga polisiya where on one hand you have this um, this very clear framework and policy regarding climate change adaptation mitigation, pero we're still financing projects uh, which actually worsen the effects of climate change. Diba? Um, in, in terms of um, yung impacts we're dealing with, uh, we mentioned uh, food security, we're mentioning uh, water security. Uh, a lot of yung effects of um, of of this will uh, will hit yung coastal communities. Um, in terms of yung the sectors, yung farming sector will be affected. Um, a lot of in terms of yung mga emissions, no, apart from the energy requirements natin, a lot of it is coming from the transport sector. Pero even if we know this from the analytic perspective, ano yung ginagawa natin ngayon to address it? And minsan parang taliwas yung nangyari. No, uh, in this na makatulong tayo at support yung actual implementation of the plan, a lot of what we're financing uh, can actually do more harm uh, than good. No, when we insist on implementing big mega projects which um, aren't climate proof, diba? Uh, right now, for example, there's a huge controversy over Parex, diba? which uh, will be putting a, a whole chunk of concrete over the Pasig River, when in fact, a lot of what we need to be financing would be um, working with water. Diba? So parang di, there's something very strange. Um, at the same time, during the, the, the pandemic, diba? there was a huge uh, shift towards yung active mobility. Dahil nga walang, uh, walang uh, mass transport available, a lot of people shifted to biking and walking uh, at, in order to get, uh, to, particularly mga frontliners, diba? pero ngayon, hanggang ngayon, uh, may pushback pa rin on basic things like bike lanes, which should be actually be a very effective way of um, you know, of dealing with some of the emissions with, you know uh, from transport sector and if you're able to uh, support mass transport uh, ba, yung emissions from uh, from traffic would would uh, yeah. uh, decrease substantially so yeah, i think yun yung challenge um, uh, for the next administration to be able to see this holistically and not yung pache-pache. you talked about the policies no the big projects there's also the protection of the population who are vulnerable to climate change. Yes. LGUs by, by Philippine law are absolute frontliners when it comes to climate change and disaster risk. Diba? Uh, however, alam natin na kailangan sabayan. Hindi pwedeng LGU lang gumalaw. Particularly given that 
climate events are going to be affecting not just individual LGUs but larger swaths of the population. Right. Kailangan uh, merong coordinated na national and regional policies na kakukumpas at magbigay ng gabay para sa mga LGUs para uh, magtrabaho. Kasi, for example, um, in the last few major typhoons we experienced, it, it's crossing multiple regions. Diba? That's something which only a national government uh, can uh, actively, uh, you know, not just respond to, but proactively um, address uh, and mitigate long before the actual event occurs. Diba? It's not just about providing bigas diba? or diba? aid packs. It's being able to think about it proactively. Obviously, we have existing legislation regarding uh, needing to remove uh, residents from the danger zones, diba? Yeah. Uh, mga waterways, esteros. And that's something which is, um, I guess, it's a, has been a, been a struggle for the longest, for decades already. I think yung naman yung mga, sa urban context, no, a lot of yung mga populations who are in waterways and esteros are willing to move as long as uh, one, we usually ask for in-city relocation, uh, which provides all of the basic uh, services which you require to live, di ba? Na you need, hindi yung tinatapon move, lang somewhere just hindi lang yung for tinatapon, the sake of uh, uh, Precisely, di ba? And uh, there's also a, a caveat, no? Kasi uh, we also have a lot of fishing populations who, since time immemorial, have been living on coastlines, di ba? And I think that's something which you can't, uh, you can't just remove fishermen from the shoreline. Kaya nga yung tawag ng alatas yung mga uh, civil society groups is people-centered diba, na climate response. Hindi lang siya yung basta-bastang, uh, okay, buffer zone tayo, tanggal tayo ng tao, hindi, hindi yun pwedeng ganun. Kasi, so I work a lot, for example, in um, in the South, no? And um, I would argue, for example, that if you try to apply these piecemeal um, uh, activities in Holo or in Bongao, it would not be possible in communities. So I've been still communities on the shoreline for centuries, diba? Right. So, um, and ang maganda kasi dito, if you're able to listen to people, you'd know that um, even prior to uh, modern engineering, Filipinos have had um, traditional ways of dealing with water, diba? So, uh, kasi ito rin, eh, concrete doesn't do well with water. And so, a lot of the technologies now are, for example, the, yung designing uh, sink areas where, which can absorb mm. uh, yung, and break uh, water flows you don't necessarily have to remove people. There's also a reason why we have silk houses no, to deal with the, the flows of water, uh, even you know, uh, right, before right. we had the Philippine state. So these are things that we can talk about. And adaptation as well. Adaptation Response. is a major okay. thing. Uh, and because well, that's also one reason why we're, at, we're looking at climate financing, to be able to retrofit of our existing uh, infrastructure to be yes. climate adaptive. Even yung, not just infrastructure, no, but even, for example, um, sa agri-industry, uh, how do we now ensure that yung ating um, yung crops, diba, the way that uh, our farmers diba, operate, are you know, protected from the, the ravages of climate change uh, to ensure that our, our water sources you know, are is, is secure. It's an issue of water security as well. Eh, no? uh, once the droughts hit, no? Uh, but every single year, we have issues with Metro Manila water sources. And it, it's not just from Manila, it's coming from the source. No? So, hindi siya pwedeng piecemeal na, na response. No? Yun yung mga kailangan pag-isipan talaga. And if your, um, your, your response is bara-bara, uh, tapos tends to actually exacerbate the problem, then we're yeah. in trouble. <laughs>